With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. Hour three live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Big story today on our show. we got a lot of NFL stuff this hour. A little college football, a lot of NFL stuff. With that whole Michigan stealing signals from Big Ten rivals. Now, I feel it's like jealousy and envy. I think it's low-level stuff. In fact, it was legal until 1994. When the NCAA basically said, we don't think it's fair that rich teams can do it and the teams that aren't as rich. Purdue couldn't do it, but Michigan could afford it. And it was a staffing issue. It wasn't like they thought it meant anything. It wasn't because, oh, it's changing outcomes. Stealing signs in baseball is not changing outcomes of of games. What a shock. The Astros and the Phillies are again rolling. You, everybody's stealing signs, so I don't think it matters. I think everybody's stealing signs to some degree. I mean, in baseball, that's what you do all night, steal signs. It's funny. The Astros are really good again. The Mets aren't. The Braves are. The Dodgers were. It's the same teams every year. Who's got better players? Michigan's going to thump virtually everybody they play this year, not named Georgia, Texas, Washington, Oregon, Ohio State. They're going to thump everybody. They've got 22 guys drafted. Unless, of course... The Houston Astros are cheating again. Well, we don't know. They just haven't that been caught. There's an accusation that just <laughs> rings hollow with me. So, it, and I'm not, listen, I'm not a do-gooder in society. I try to do right. I have values and morals. But I, I'm, I'm listen, have I ever written off a glass of wine that probably wasn't a business opportunity? I'm not saying I did, but it's possible. That's all I'm saying. Everybody's, you know, everybody gets on their high horse, stealing signals, Everybody's st- Coke, Coke, Pepsi. They're all. Everybody's got people. Every- we have our government has discovered our spies giving stuff to Russia. It's. Is everybody get? We got a thousand people in Russia. They got a thousand people over here. That's the world we live in. Technology, information, power, leverage, money. It happens. Michigan State's like, oh, we're we're not going to play. Like like Michigan State can take the high horse on anything. Slow down a little bit. All right, one of my favorite guests, played in the NFL. He was uh, uh, back up to Peyton Manning for years. Washington Huskies can talk NFL, knows his stuff, college football, doing the USC-Utah game this weekend. Brock Heward, Fox Sports, who we never, ever get in studio, ever. So how lucky are we, also a popular talk show host in Seattle? So let, let, let's start with this. Uh, let's do some college football to start. Okay. You live in Denver. You have Denver stuff, by the way, Geno Smith stuff. Um so, sign stealing. <laughs> Are you outraged? No. No. No, I think that is totally on you. If, if you, and I think there's probably a few people watching right now that could connect maybe a few dots. Bruce Feldman wrote an amazing piece about this years ago. You know, I don't know if you've seen that, but Bruce wrote an, just a deep dive. And I remember sharing with Bruce, it's probably two or three years ago, and I'm like, oh, 
I don't know if I want to share all this stuff, right? It's one of those just kind of unwritten. I don't do you have to talk a story? Oh, do I have a story? I mean, I played for the greatest sign stealer that ever lived. Who? I can't say that, Colin. <laughs> I can't say who it is. Was he a player? Or? Uh, no, no, he wasn't a player. He was in the organization. He was unbelievable. He was a Unabomber. And he would spend time talking to his plants, and, and he figured it out. And he was the only place, college, pro, is the only, only one place in all of my years where I was like, wow, this guy can really do it. And, and he's doing what everyone was doing, and that is you go to the opposing field, and you watch the defensive coordinator, and you write it all down. And then it's like code, right? So I have all these signals, right? So when he does this or this or any of the code, and then I got to match it to the actual game tape. And then I got to figure out what the actual calls are. And then in real time, I got to see what's actually going on. And then in real time, I got to communicate to the coordinator, who then's got to communicate to the quarterback. I mean, there's so many avenues. This isn't banging a drum for a baseball player. And like, oh, okay. Or Altuve wearing whatever he was wearing to tell him, you know, hey, if it beats once, it's a fastball twice. Like, there are so many more mechanisms to make it happen in a football game in real time uh there was only one place that could do it and he did it unbelievably well but even with that how many plays out of 60 plays in a game three uh yeah maybe three maybe a blitz you know maybe like okay here comes a blitz so we could block the blitz up and hit and it And you got to get it through to the people fast. yes yes so let me ask you one of the smartest players in league history and you're as sharpie as peyton manning so he was yelling omaha <laughs> did omaha mean something different every week because he had to hide stuff Oh, we had to, he had to constantly change everything up, you know, and now he's going to kill me for saying this, but, and this is the answer. The answer is just simply to wear a wristband, right? You know, for an offensive player, just wear a wristband. I know Russell doesn't like wearing wristbands, but wear a wristband. And guess what? Sean Payton could go over, you know, play two or, you know, play two, play five, or, you know, whatever. So there's no signals. It's all there and do it. And in fact, Payton coaching his boy, Marshall, Marshall's done, doesn't have one wristband. Marshall doesn't have two wristbands. Marshall's got three wish <laughs> wristbands because, you know, 13 you, you got to have 100 plays, right? <laughs> so, that is so Peyton yes. Manning. Yeah, I'm like, how many plays are you guys running? You know, I, I kind of help coach my son, and, you know, we got like 25, 30. He's like, oh, we're up to about 75, 80. I'm like, what? How do you do that? How do you signal them in? He's like, we don't signal. We wear wristbands. How do you get 80 plays on a Oh, we don't get, wear one wristband. You got to wear two wristbands. He's got to wear three wristbands. So I'm not, no, I'm not outraged. Figure it out. Change your signals. Put on a wristband. Um, this was like the worst kept secret, though, Colin. Those of us in college football had heard rumblings of this. Michigan or everywhere? Uh, no, with Michigan. Heard people rumbling about Michigan, rumbling about how, well, you know, they're doing things. They've turned, like, come on. You know what they're doing? They hired a great young NFL D coordinator. They replaced him with another guy who's great, young, innovative, and they have a first-round quarterback. It's not that hard. It's not stealing signals. It's J.J. McCarthy and a great, young defensive coordinator. Those two things are why they're doing what they're doing. Okay. Uh, in college football, you know this is a former Husky. Don James starts the program in the 70s. They're good. They dip in the 80s. Then he has to fire friends on the staff, and they become yeah. a powerhouse. Uh, USC, you're doing the game against Utah. It is a big game, folks, because Washington and Oregon are after it, and I don't think USC matches up with either. This is must win. Yep. Do you think there is – it's very hard. <laughs> but do you believe that Lincoln Riley could, and it's hard at the college level, if they throw up a couple stinkers here in the next three weeks, mm. could he make those brutal moves? Yeah, loyalty is what you're talking about, right? And loyalty with this whole coaching fraternity. I mean, Jimbo Fisher has fired how many coaches in his whole life? One? One. That's it. I mean, loyalty is a big deal to these guys. And, you know, you call it relationship and friendship and connection, but loyalty is real. And it's, yeah, it's very, very difficult to, to make those moves. The challenge for me, Colin, when I watch USC's defense, though, yeah, Alex Grinch sometimes does too much. And guys are scrambling. and they're, A lot of blown coverages. A lot of blown coverages and just not on every detail. But they're small. They're small. And that's what makes tomorrow night fascinating because Utah – is big. <laughs> and our crew's got the good fortune. This is the trilogy. We had both of them last year, the one in Salt Lake, the championship game. We know it. We've seen it. 
I mean, Utah's... This game is big. Oh, it's Listen, huge. Washington is a rough matchup because yep. they will not be able to guard their receivers. Yep. Oregon couldn't with NFL corners. Yep. And Oregon's just a better team. And Oregon's big. Yes. So those are yes. bad matchups. Yes. If USC doesn't win here, we're talking four-game losing streak. Yeah, you got to get this one before any of that happens. Now, they've got speed. They, you know, I mean, Cal may be in there somewhere. but Yeah, Cal, yeah Cal's yeah. in there too. But they've yeah. got a... This is a uh, USC wants to make it like the clash, you know, like, like the race car track at the Coliseum. Right. Turn left, but they also want to turn right, and they just want to get on the racetrack. Utah wants a cage match, and that's what they made it last year. They just made it a brutal, physical, couldn't stop them, couldn't tackle them, couldn't handle them. Uh, but this is also the one, and Lincoln said it today when we met with him earlier today. He said, you know what, this is the exact right opponent. Coming off of Notre Dame, coming off of that brutal loss, coming off of everything, Caleb, all the noise, like to get this opponent that beat us twice last year, this is the right team at the right time for us to really turn the page and get after it. One more college before we go pro. Um, Michael Penix, I saw him in person last weekend. I said, I don't know what his comp is. Bo Nix was a little Derek Carr. Michael mm-hmm. Penix felt like a very, very big Tua. Lefty, soft touch, beautiful sideline thrower. Uh, has some injury history. Yep. Um, but I will say, when I watched him live, um, there's a lot of wow. Is Washington, with those receivers... That quarterback, that coach, pro left tackle, couple mm-hmm. edge rushers in the mm-hmm. NFL. Are they a national championship worthy team? Yeah. Yeah. I think this year is fascinating in college football. If we had a 12 team playoff this year, I think you would see the smallest betting lines between 112, 211, 310 than I can ever remember. Right? You want to talk about what's parody in college football and how close are these teams? Honestly, if one versus 12, now that's Georgia, Oregon State. But is that a 30-point spread? No, 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 no. no, no. Oregon State's a, a it, got game. Yes, in, in years past with Georgia and with Bama, no, there would have been 20, 30, 40-point spreads, 1 versus 12. This year, I, I think there's about 10 or 12 teams, and, and Washington's one of them. Now, they don't 23 through 50. Maybe they're not where some of the others are. 1 through 22, Colin, you saw them. And by the way, do you know this? I mean, he just he's all in on Washington. Hey. It took one trip. To get you and on, I start saying we. <laughs> it took one trip to get you in Husky Stadium <laughs> and feel it like you used to oh feel it. God. Right, it's back. Kalen's not lost there. Penix hasn't lost at home. They'll get Utah at home right now. They got to go to USC and they got to go to Oregon State. I think they can. Oregon st- State scares me. USC doesn't. Yeah, I think they can still get to a playoff with one loss. I think they can still depend on when that loss is. Thirty percent of NFL fans don't watch college football. If you're an NFL fan, yeah. watch Washington. Yes. That is an NFL offense. It is. Three, two potential first-round receivers. McMillan didn't play, and he's there, mm-hmm. too. Yep. Polk's a three. He's a one at almost every Pac-12 school. Yep. They are really fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, and they're just pros, man. I went out and watched practice last week when I was in town as well, and they just I was like, yeah. man, this feels like an NFL operation. You know, it just the, the way they, they conduct their business, a little bit like Ohio State, saw Ohio State earlier this year, saw Michigan earlier this yeah. year. Like, there's not that much that separates them. Now, gosh, I really wish they had Vita Vea. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish they had Elijah Qualls. They don't. They don't I they, really wish they had Greg Gaines. That's what they missed. Yeah, in and 16, elite. they had those guys, yeah. right? They don't have that. Yes. And that's what Oregon punished them, guard center, guard stuff. Yep. All right, let's go to the NFL. Uh, you've done Seahawks games. You know you're a talk show host in Seattle. We were talking about this. I do something. I do it about five times a year. I call it a Super Bowl bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, the teams that I think are truly viable. Now, in baseball, it's a salary thing. Houston's got a lot of money. Dodgers do. Royals yep. don't. In the NBA, it's a star-driven thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got LeBron, you're Anthony Davis, you're in the bubble. But in the NFL, there's a lot of factors. But it's becoming more like the other sports. Six, no, seven of the eight best quarterbacks in the division Six of eight lead their division because I do. Th- I think Baker's more talented than Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and Josh Allen beat two a head to head. I think they'll finish above. Only the Niners with Brock Purdy don't. Is that in college football we've always understood the roster wins. Yep. The coach is the star. Yep. Um, so I look at Seattle. I love so many things about them, but I think to myself: defensive coach Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. Geno Smith. Yep. How do you view Geno? Yeah, it's it's tough. There's so much to like. I really like Gino. But do I love Gino? <laughs> I 
right? I mean, I think that's the question. I and I think most Seahawks fans genuinely like like and what he did last year is he won over so many at every turn on the field, off the field. He was authentic. He was real. His teammates loved him at every turn. He said, "I'm a thumb guy. I'm never pointing a finger. I'm a thumb guy. It's all about me." I like that. Yeah, I mean, there was Colin at ever honestly. I don't think he could have done more last year. So you really like him. And they, you know what? They gave him a contract where they really like him. But they didn't give him a love him contract. I mean, it's a year to year. You know, like you do what you did and, and, and you top it. It will escalate and you'll be here next year. But it wasn't like, hey, I'm in love with you and I'm committed to you and here's Daniel Jones' money. It wasn't that at all. So, yeah, I think it is still a figuring out process. But I will say this, Colin, having watched them every snap for the last 14 years with Pete really closely, their defense is the best it's been since 15, 16. Witherspoon is real. Well, yeah, it's fast. Oh. Young and fast. Oh. You've watched San Fran in the last two, three years, and they just punish people. Like in the prime with the Seahawks, I mean, we would play ACDC on Fridays <laughs> before every game or the flagship station. It was like, we may not win, but you are going to get beat up. Like you're going to deal with the Seahawks in 13 and 14 and 15 and 16. And here comes Thunderstruck and Hell's Bells and our, our yeah. audience is just, yeah, kill these guys. You know, like it's so pumped up. And then we tried to still do it in like 17 and 18. A little and we were, older. We were like an old rock band. Like, this is just, <laughs> no, this, this just doesn't feel right. right. And now it's like, whoa, hold on a second. These dudes will hit you. Yeah. Jenna will hit you. Spoon will hit you. Yeah. Bobby's coming downhill. Jordan Brooks. And I mean, they got dudes, Quandre, Jamal. Like, they will come up now. And yeah. they're not quite where San Fran is defensively. But they're they've closed that gap a bunch, yeah, a bunch, and, and they're cheaper than San Fran because uh, they got decisions yes. to make. Um, I want to talk about Denver. You live in Denver now, which is a great American city. You can get anywhere out of one of the <laughs> great airports in America. As Brock and I discussed, airports are underrated. It's a weird situation. The Ram. It's not unprecedented. Rams signed Goff to a big deal. Twenty nineteen starts in twenty twenty one. They moved off him before it started. Yeah. So they had to pay Goff and Stafford gave up draft picks and won a Super Bowl. Yep. There's a feeling in Denver like, hey, Drake May, Caleb, the only way to get out of this yep. is just pick a quarterback or Penix. Yep. It, does it, you live there. What does it feel like from the fans, the media? Yeah, it's, it's trending that way. It, it really is. And I, I heard the clip last hour you played a Sherith, yeah. uh, Schlereth where he said he would be shocked if Russell's the guy next year. You feel that. Because with Goff, though, it was even tougher to do. Because how old was Jared when they moved off Jared? Young. He was Young. <laughs> so that was even more doubly difficult. Not only did they have a contract, but he was a young, still ascending. Russell, just at this age and stage, is just not that. He, I don't see the juice. Yes. He's not, it's not like I'm like, he's terrible. But I know who the top. I watched Lamar, yep. Jalen, Mahomes, Herbert, Lawrence last night. There's a juice yes. that comes through the television. Yes. I don't see it. No. Nope. It's a juice, and it's also that just explosive fiber. I mean, Russell was a wizard. A wizard. For a long oh, time. He was so much fun for us to watch. And I mean, at any time, he was going to make something happen, no matter what the circumstances were. And yeah, last year certainly went a totally different direction. This year, it is just, you just don't see. And ultimately, you know, I know there was all sorts of drama. And he said, and she said, and this and that when it came to Seattle and Russell in the end. But ultimately, John Schneider just looked at that and said, we got the best of Russ. You know, that 10 years we had, that was the best of Russ. The next five to 10 are not going to be the best of Russ. And let somebody else try to figure that out. And that somebody else is Denver. And yeah, come March, you're going to have to make a decision. Because in March, two years of his deal guarantees. So they've got to make a decision in March of this year, not for one year, but for two years of guarantees. Hard to imagine they can say yes to that. Brock Purdy, seventh rounder. So you were a third round pick, and there's a reason. Uh, You're tall. I mean, I'm tall. You're significantly taller than me. You were a high school All-American, a college All-American. And then there's Brock Purdy, who plays at Iowa State. And one of the first signs that he's much better than we think is that Iowa State has a very good coach. Yep. And for four years, they were viable. Yes. And with a good coach, went into the abyss an hour after he left, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yep. He's special. Yep. Have we just, we saw it with Mark Brunel. Yep. Romo. 
Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. under draft. You mm-hmm. played in the NFL with a guy, I guarantee you, that was a sixth or seventh rounder. Mm-hmm. Third practice, Brock, you went, whoa, mm-hmm. that, that edge guy is going to start. Mm-hmm. Was he just, is he a, an elite talent or a good player with great around him? Yeah, well, he's got the did best around Did you do any him. of his college games? I did. So, That's what I thought. Yes. So you met Bo, my college producer's here with me today. And Bo's probably chuckling watching this because we had him a bunch on the road, right? We didn't get up to Ames until his last year. We got up to Ames and I got to watch him in practice. And I'm like, this guy's built like J-Mac. I mean, no offense, J-Mac, but this guy's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it. He's got short arms. He's got small hands. He's got like, I, I'm not saying you have small hands. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, there you go. So you don't, have, you don't have small hands. He got like just everything about him is like. Yeah, it looks this, like a seventh round quarterback. He looks like a seventh round or undrafted quarterback. Like it's just, he is. And I didn't think that. I said, my God, this guy has maximized any gift he's got. That's what you saw. I, I did. I was like, this guy, to do what he's doing, <laughs> to play the game at the level he is, to elevate Iowa State, to produce the way he is, I mean, he has not been gifted the height, the, the length, the leverage, anything. And yet that dude just goes out there and he just balls. It was also funny, Colin, because at Iowa State, he used very worn footballs and he was constantly licking his finger. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know, man. Like he's got just tiny hands. Like something just doesn't feel right, right? Doesn't look right. But then you get to the NFL and you throw the best footballs in the world. <laughs> you could have Klatt, you could have Sanchez, you could have any of us. Like, hey, man, what, what's the best? Oh, pfft, those NFL balls are great. Every one of them shaped the same. They're perfect. They fit him. Shanahan puts him in a perfect fit to play to his skill set. And then the hardest thing to judge, the hardest thing to, to judge in all of sport is that ability to process. Quickly. To see and process that game. You know, I mentioned Peyton at the start of this and had a little fun with his 100 plays on three different wristbands. I was just like the most humble pie I've ever eaten in my life, sitting in that first meeting room that first day in Indy like, what? You know, and I was with Kitna and Foley and Hasselback and Dilfer. I mean, smart guys, smart guys. And got in that room, I was like, I called my wife that night from, you know, the, the hotel. I said, there is no way, there is no way he's able to do this and process all this information like this. And Purdy's got it. Cause, and, and I love the shot that they'll have. And in the game just over the weekend, they showed him in the huddle, like that last drive, big play. And you can hear Kyle's calling the long play now, right? It's probably a double cadence play. And you could just see him on the other end of it like, yep, got it. And it just regurgitates and spits it out. Don't just minimize that. Like that ability to think, that ability to process, that ability to By communicate, way, critical. C.J. Stroud. Same thing. Third game, yep. I'm watching him. And I don't, you know, Texans are usually a corner TV game. He throws an incredibly accurate ball, but he sees the field. Yeah, You can watch him. He'll go boom, boom, boom. And I mean, Brock, it's in a second. Boom, boom, boom. Well, you watch Penix, so you said a big Tua, and I get that because he's lefty and he slings it and he's got an unbelievable arm. To me, he's a left-handed, little stronger arm, C.J. Stroud. Penix. When I watch Penix, I'm like, he sees the game like CJ does. He's got a build very similar to CJ Stroud. Not a mover, not but a, can move, but not, not a, a mover, mover. But they avoid sacks, they get rid of the ball. And how many ducks did you see Penix throw? None. How many ducks have you ever seen CJ Stroud throw? Almost none. And you can, you can, I mean, I was at the Penix game. I'm three throws in, and the person I'm with, I'm like, oh, he's better in person. Yep. Like Penix is better. In, I mean, he looks good on TV, but yeah, well, sometimes. So I sat in the end zone for the yep. second half because I wanted to see what he saw. Yep. He sees the field. He sees the field. The whole And then field. that ball is out. And as Kalen told the pro scout to come by, come watch in the rain. Like it's one thing on a dry day, come watch him in the wind and rain. That's when he really puts on a show. So for those cold weather, for the Clevelands or, you know, some of these Chicago's for the cold weather teams. And he, and he proved hey. it in Indiana, right? He, Proved it up there, playing in weather. Hey, uh, management, they don't watch the show. They're out eating lunch and golfing. Management, get Brock Hewer to do more L.A. games so he can come into <laughs> studio and do our show. He'll take a shot at J-Mac, but other than that. I'm sorry about that. Big hands. Huge hands. He can palm a ball <laughs> and a gun show. Yeah. Believe me, gunner. Can't get a shot. He's like Patrick Ewing. Give him the ball, you never see it back. Great to see you. You too, Colin. Thanks, Brock Hewer, he's going to do the USC-Utah uh, game. By the way, Utah's a tough matchup. They're yep. physical. Anybody out West knows they're no fun to play. Mm-mm. No fun to play Utah. 
Uh, if you use debit, here's a game changer. Discover Cashback Debit. Checking account rewards everybody with cashback on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Go to discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. It's the hurt. All right. I got a parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take Bills minus nine. They played terribly against the New York Giants at New England. Swallow the points. Bills have a better roster, more to play for, as Miami and the Jets now are charging fast. Chargers at the Chiefs all take the Chargers plus five and a half. Why? Chiefs are not a big favorite, still struggling offensively, connectability between Mahomes and that young receiving group. And I'll take the Eagles, minus two, hosting the Dolphins. When you punch back at Miami, they can fold, not a physical team. I think they'll struggle to slow down the Eagles' offense. I like the Bills, minus nine, Chargers, plus five and a half, Eagles, minus two. You want to take the herd parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users code herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. See show notes for full details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the brilliant EQE SUV, Mercedes-Benz, digital light technology. So smart, the headlamps are thinking. MBUSA.com slash EQE dash SUV. How good was Brock Heward? By the way, I've known Brock for years. His family is like football royalty in Washington State. College pro, he knows more people, breaks down complicated stuff. Just love having him on the show. And you got a little college, you got a little pro. I love his stories on all the sign ceiling stuff. Yeah, I think you got to listen closely to the stuff he's talking about coaches and how they run programs and some guys on the rise that he's well aware of right now in college football. J-Mac and his jumper with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So a lot of good NFL games Sunday. I think 
It's obvious that Eagles Dolphins Sunday night is that's the, the game. I think Ravens Lions early that late. Well, Chiefs Chargers could be interesting. Oh no, you're in the right. 4 By the um, way, just a thought. Rams Steelers. I'd lean Pittsburgh. Where do you go? Uh, we may talk about that in <laughs> oh, headlines. I don't. I don't know. It I'm excited for that pick. Uh, Eagles. Anyways, Eagles Dolphins. So it's a battle of the two former Alabama quarterbacks. Of course, Jalen Hurts was a starter. I think he was had an amazing run, and then. Gets yanked midway through the natty. Tua comes in, beats Georgia, if you remember that. Um, here's Tua talking about facing his former teammate. I got a lot of respect for Jalen. Uh, he's been a great competitor since I've got there to Alabama. Um, he's been a special player since I've, I've been there, and he's been a special player um, throughout his entire college career. Um, so I, I know it'll be a good game, and I don't think of it as a Super Bowl preview or anything like that. I just think that this is another team that we're preparing for. Um, and in order for us to get to where we want to go to, we got we to gotta play this team. Mm, I think it's a little more special than that. Yeah, it's. I looked. I had to look this up. You remember Hertz? He had to transfer. Not after the national championship. The next year, he like sat behind Tua, and then he transferred to Oklahoma. And I think that's one of the things that really had NFL teams liking him. He didn't pout and complain and regress. He had 32 touchdown passes at Oklahoma, led them to the playoff. Now they got smoked by Burrow and um, in the and LSU in the playoff. But like the way Hertz rebounded from some adversity was incredible. Well, you know, and I'm glad you used that word. All these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers dropped in the draft. Brady was ignored. Peyton Manning's one of the few high school All American, college All American, number one pick. Great. It well, just uh, it, it's. Most of the quarterbacks in this league, Herbert was doubted. Well, Peyton was not great in the playoffs. But he struggled early in his career. Like it took. He got a, while. a lot of crap. Yeah, Magic Johnson, Tragic Johnson. Yeah. Remember with the hooks. Uh, that adversity is a really powerful thing for leadership positions. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, next up, trade deadline is 11 days away. Jerry Judy's name has been floated quite a bit. Colts and the Broncos apparently had extensive trade talks about mm. Judy, according to a Colts beat writer. Um, there's a report that the Broncos, the Broncos have reached out to numerous teams about trading Judy. Listen, if you're the Colts, you have the quarterback on the rookie deal. You go get a wide receiver the way the Bills got digs for um, for, for Josh Allen. This well, they have Pittman, so he's a great two. He's fine. Uh, the way uh, the Dolphins got Tyreek Hill for Tua on the rookie deal. Like, go get Judy. Now, I don't know. He's not in the class of Diggs or Tyreek Hill, obviously. Um, but you put him on the fast track in Indy. I mean, Judy. Judy has a lot of potential. This guy was an awesome college football player. You don't think he's done, right? Because of what's going no, on. No, I in just Denver? I think he's the guy I'd move. I like Cortland Sutton. I don't think he has a value that Judy does. Right, but I like Cortland Sutton, and I like the Mims, the rookie kid. The yeah, kid I that, don't think they'd move off him. No, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying is I think I like Dulcich, the tight end. I like the running back. I like the left tackle. I like they have a guard I like. There's parts of the offense I like. If they went and drafted a quarterback, you're not coming to a barren place. I get Sean Payton, legit left tackle, couple good O-linemen, Cortland Sutton, good tight end, and they'll draft another wow. receiver. I think Denver's got pieces. Wow. I re- they're mostly on offense after Sertain, but they got they got pieces. You're Patrick talking about Sertain. a sus line. Well, Broncos are underdogs at home to Jordan Love and the Packers. One point underdog. Well, they sh- what is the that about? The wise guys like Denver. I, I don't. Wise guys like Denver. Well, I don't think anyone likes Denver, but this weekend. Prefers Denver. <laughs> uh, that's just, uh, how is Jordan Love favored on the road? I, I don't, maybe I'm missing something. I don't think the Packers are very good at all. Denver actually looked good against Kansas City, not offensively. No, they've had moments in first halves of games when, you know, you'll now it'll be a lot of underneath stuff, but Russell's had a couple of these 12 for 13 first halves, 12 for 14. And the Packers' defense is not amazing. It's not really stopping. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, final story to Major League Baseball. The Diamondbacks took game three oh. thanks to Cattell Marte. Yep. Walk-off single against Phillies closer Craig Kimbrell. Good game. We'll give the Diamondbacks one, but this hopefully is the Phillies. We want to see well, them. Let's no not, disrespect let's not to the Arizona. Root for anybody. We yeah, are. No, no, we're rooting for people. Well, I'm I rooting for. I like. I like Philadelphia. Yeah, they're a better story. No disrespect to Arizona. Well, I just get. I get. I get Turner. I get Bryce Harper. Aaron Nola. I get some like stars. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Schwarberg, the guy who was a Cub, the big, the big. Uh, yeah. Power hitter. I get. I get. And the bank. I get the stadium. The vibes. I just think Philadelphia feels big. Yes. They feel. They feel 
big. Houston feels big. They have stars. I'm rooting Texas. You know, you guys are holding a grudge against Houston. Uh, For the record on Houston, clean as a whistle last four years. They're still winning. Clean Clean as a whistle. That's a And listen, I like the city of Houston. I hear that, according to James Harden, the nightclub scene is spectacular. I have never Um, been to one. uh, Right now, I saw a bunch of people coming after me for some NFL draft CJ Stroud takes. Fine. Come at me, guys. I'm rooting Texas Rangers here. Thousand percent over the Astros. We're allowed to root. You know what? The Houston made a mistake. Everybody gets a speeding ticket. A mistake? Did it you was- just hear Brock Heward was like the dude was wearing something under his jersey and tapping so everybody would know what's coming? That's not a mistake, Colin. Well, that feels a little industrial. Um, a little. <laughs> but everybody bangs on Houston. My takeaway is clean as a whistle for four or five years, and they keep winning. It's like this. It's like the Deflate Gate. Tom Brady is. Yeah, probably that happened, and he got better. Astros are like the Patriots. I, 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 they got caught doing something that nobody was comfortable with, and they're better after. What about the Patriots? Did they get Spygate? Is well, that, was that a thing game. or no? That yeah. whole thing was no, Brady. No, Spygate was real. Like, that was a, a real yeah, thing. Yeah, and by Deflate the way, gate, eh. then, then it stopped, and they were even more dominant. Like, at some point, I mean, the but, Patriots, you kept getting them, and they kept winning multiple Super Bowls after. Houston. Everybody hates them. Now you know they're clean, and they keep dominating. Now, I'm not. I'm again. This is not like they cheated. They won. Everybody discovered the the magic potion, and they stunk. The Patriots and Astros are arguably as good or better than those years. So at some point they got punished. Maybe not enough, but they got both got punished. Draft picks. But they're better after. Yeah. So it's like hey. they got nabbed. They were punished. Like if you're audited by the IRS, and most rich people are, it'd be one thing if you never succeeded after that. But if the next 20 years after your audit, you continue to flourish, you got audited. Yeah. So what? Um, you know that game? We haven't done this in a while. We have 30 seconds here. That game with the uh, where we name 80s baseball players back and forth. Do you want to oh, go I- Texas Rangers? 1980s baseball players? I don't. Juan I'll Gonzalez. I have two 80s? guys in the chamber ready. Who? Who? <laughs> Pete Incavilia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. He, I think he played at Oklahoma State. I don't know about that. Pete Incavilia. Your turn. Go. Texas Rangers, 1980s. What are you, Nolan Ryan? Was that about? Dang it, that was. Uh, Rafael Palmeiro. Yeah. I, he might have been 90s, but. Let me think of somebody else. Was it Michael Young? That was way after that. Mm, Who was Ruben uh, Sierra? Ruben Sierra. Yes, I finally got those one guys. Let's you. be honest. That team filled out a uniform. Now they may have been on a substance, but those guys filled out a uniform. They <laughs> yeah. look like a pro you had football to take it team, there, huh? No, it's like the Phillies. When you watch the Phillies now, they look like a football team. Yeah, like those guys you do not want to get into a fight with. Philadelphia's got dudes everywhere. Those Ranger teams, I don't know what it was, but they. Their protein count was way up. They, I don't think they people did a lot get, of weightlifting. Yeah, I don't think people want to get a, a dust up with us. You're here hitting the gym every day. We know what I bring to the table. I mean, goodness, great. Maybe we should uh, do some uh, dump, like tag team wrestling against another radio yeah, show. Let's uh, not do that. No, okay. That doesn't appeal to me. We want the, the smoke. Yeah, I don't want the smoke. I don't want. The, I don't smoke, and I don't cigarette? want the smoke. No. Uh, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lie news. I was up late last night. I had a podcast to do after, and then I was out. I couldn't. I, I went to bed last night, 2.55, staring at the ceiling. Wow. Didn't sleep at all last night. Oh, and no. look at the energy. I'm out mm. here dropping uh, rants that are changing the industry. I'm, I'm, I'm working on two hours. I sleep less than a squirrel. I slept two hours last night. Do squirrels not sleep? I didn't. Well, uh, every that, time I, I've never right seen there. a sleeping squirrel. They're always moving on trees. They oh. don't sleep. That's my interpretation. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, tomorrow's headlines today next. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. All right, J-Mac, week seven. Last week, low-scoring games. Will it continue? Our segment is called Tomorrow's Headlines. Today, let's go to your picks. <laughs> Raiders, Bears playing backups. How can you not be attracted to this game, Colin? I love it. It's in the Windy City. The headline will be, show me the Mooney. Bears secure the Bajent. Give me the, the young kid, the undrafted rookie in an upset. I know everybody's excited. Hey, Devontae Adams, Jay, he's talking about he's upset. You know they're getting the ball to him. Oh, fine, bring it on. The, the Raiders should not be favored on the road with Hoyer or AOC, whoever it is. Listen, I don't think very highly of the Chicago Bears, but this young kid, undrafted, with now a full week to prepare for a Raiders defense that ain't great outside of, uh, what's his face, Crosby off the edge. Listen, Matt Jones moved the ball last week against him. Bears are going to have some chances. This is a Bears team. Uh, you know, I think the best skill position player in the game, probably. Uh, DJ Moore, excellent for the, for the Bears. I think he has a game. Give me the Bears to win outright. Tomorrow's headlines today. God, you're choosing the ugly ones. Yes. Browns at the Colts. Well, it wouldn't be fun if we all picked the prom queens every every week, would it? <laughs> the headline will be Njoku's on you. Browns hide Colts keys. I think the Browns, who uh, you know are not the sharp side this week because they just beat the 49ers, but it looks like I've been following the practice report here during the show. Looks like Deshaun Watson is going to go. Miles Garrett's hyping him. Well, like, then it's a excited. good bet. It's uh, a really good bet, uh, but it's probably not going to be three anymore. I just I saw some numbers on Gardner Minshew. Like if he's coming in in, in like the second quarter because of an injury. He's solid. As a starter, 2-11 and 11 straight up, 2-10 and 10 against the spread. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, not just not delivering uh, when he has to start and teams could prepare. Well, Jim Schwartz is going to prepare. A lot of pressure with four. Can sit back. I think the Browns win handily. And listen, this is a team. Don't sleep on Cleveland in the AFC. I know. Tomorrow's headlines today. Commanders and the Giants. I got burned on the Commanders. Yeah. I'm off them. Yeah, yeah. What do you need when you get a burn? You know, the headline will be 
Aloe Rivera, Commander's Burn, Big Blue. I don't think Cowherd saw the headline before. This is just me fading the New York Giants and that abomination of an offensive line. That's one of my favorite headlines ever. You know they have not rebounded since the uh, the brotherly shove and they lost offensive linemen and got injured on that play? They're still not healthy, Colin. It is really bad. Now, Daniel Jones is back at practice, but... Not sure if he's going to start with the I think neck Ty injury. Tyrod's going to play. Probably Tyrod. I like I just, him. Washington should dominate the trenches with that defensive line. Now the problem here is backing Sam Howell, who is on track to be the most sacked quarterback in NFL history. They can't get margin, but I do think they do enough to win here. This Giants team looks depleted, deflated. I, I think they're cooked for the season, Colin. I, I like Washington to win on the road. I will say this. I'll give you credit. You are picking the ugliest games. I mean, honestly, these are not only corner TV games. I'd put them on, like, my phone oh, beyond wow. my corner. I mean, these are bad games. Now, finally, you got a good one. Okay. Tomorrow's headlines today, week seven, Lions at Ravens. I, this is fun. I've gone back and forth on this one a lot. Um, and ultimately, I just can't get past one fact. The headline will B, he went to Jared. Ravens bent me to King of the North. Give me Jared Goff going on the road, pulling a big upset here. Now, it appears as if the running back situation in Detroit is muddled with the injuries, but Jameer Gibbs will play. That's the latest report we got. Okay. Jameer Gibbs will play the rookie, which is going to be huge. I'm, I'm excited to watch that. Keep an eye on Marcus Williams in the secondary. Hamstring for the Ravens, safety. Very good playmaker on the back end, out. I would take a flyer on Jamison Williams, the young kid. The young kid at Alabama, the burner, he could take advantage of the secondary issues. Kyle Hamilton's more of an in-the-box safety for Baltimore. If Detroit pulls this off, Colin, go ahead and pencil them in. Number one seed in the NFC. I know everybody loves, hey, oh, um, Dan Campbell's team has struggled to stop running quarterback. Justin Field runs wild. Listen, they've known this is coming for a while. They should be ready for Lamar, who's not running as much, if you notice this. He's year. Not, not running as much. But he's playing great. Lamar's been great. Very good. We'll see. Aiden Hutchinson's up for the challenge. Finally, tomorrow's headlines today. I didn't take this one. I think I, division rival, I'd have taken seven, seven and a half. Cardinals at Seattle, what say you? Well, you know, I didn't want to copy you with San Fran, which I bet. I didn't want to copy you with Philly, which I'm on. So I said, let me go with my biggest play of the week. The headline will be the great Bamgino. (laughs) Cardinals are going Going you gone. like Seattle and Gino. I do. Uh, the numbers kind of pinged around. DK Metcalf is not really practiced this week, but I don't think it's a big concern. Listen, Arizona is just fading fast, Colin. The, the depletion in the secondary, they, they just don't have the horses. Outscored more than anyone in the second half. Outscored more than anyone in the fourth quarter. They just seem to run out of gas. You saw the Rams game last yeah. week. Control in the first half. You want If you want to bet Arizona, bet the first half. Because in the second half, they fall apart. The game plan's not there. And this is a Seattle team going home, right, off of a, off a tough loss to Cincinnati where we then kind of agree they were the better side. I think the arrow's pointing up for Seattle, and you heard our guest here this hour talk about that Seattle defense. Yeah, They could have their way with Arizona and Josh Dobbs. He doesn't want to run against these hard-hitting safeties. I like Seattle here. Uh, by the way, Geno Smith has obviously been a remarkable story. He was a total whiff in New York, not mature. He acknowledged that. Then he ends up in Seattle, and it's, it's a story of redemption, which, by the way, it's the great American story. People get second chances. So Geno Smith is impossible not to root for. I find Baker Mayfield, believe it or not, impossible in Tampa not to root for. Now, I was very critical of Baker Mayfield for years. He came on the show. He was a great sport. We fired back and forth, and, and I really did enjoy it, and he was great. And I've said this before. He's absolutely a franchise quarterback. I didn't think maturity. I didn't think he was quite fit in Cleveland. Now, some of that's Cleveland's dysfunction and all their nonsense. But I think Tampa, I think he's the best quarterback in that division, and I and I do think now watching uh, the Derek Carr Saints, I think Tampa's got a shot to win it. So Mark Schlereth is doing their game this week, meaning Mark is now in Tampa. And so Mark, and I told him the other day, oh, you're doing the Baker game. And uh, Mark said he was going to do this. Colin, I'll let Baker know you said hi. By the way, he doesn't think I like him. That is totally false. I love this story. I think he's going to be the next superstar in college football analyst work. So I want you to say I say hi earnestly mm-hmm. and sincerely because I am rooting for him. I absolutely am. Okay. We'll take a picture and we'll send it to him. We'll send it to you. We'll t- he and I are going to take a picture and okay. we're going to send it to you. I will frame it. I, I will frame it. I swear to you and hang it in my office. I would love that. Well, we have the picture. 
I am going to frame it, and it is going to be in my office. It was taken today. How awesome is Schlereth? And to Baker for being a good sport, if somebody would have been as hard on me as I was on Baker, I'm not sure I would have the ability to smile at a picture. Uh, To Baker Mayfield's credit, he's mature enough and resilient enough, and he's had enough people dump on him in his life that he can handle it, which I have great admiration for. He's always welcome on the show. I understand he doesn't want to do that. I totally get it and respect that. Um, but I am rooting for him. I think the Geno Smith story, I, I want pro athlete. I know I'm seen as harsh, but I, I like all these young people in all these sports. Ben Simmons drives me nuts. Harden drives me nuts. There are players that drive me nuts. But in the end, I love watching sports. And so they're, they're, they fulfill my life. They, they give me not just content, but they give me great enjoyment. Last night I'm sitting by myself watching a game for two and a half hours, and I'm loving it. Thank you to the athlete. So Baker, to his credit, willing to smile, take a picture. Um, and I am genuinely, I really am. I, I think, I always said, thought a bit of a reach at one, wasn't quite ready for it, but he's a franchise quarterback. And with time to throw, which Tampa's given him on most Sundays, he's good. He can make plays. Is he beating Atlanta this weekend? Well, the wise guys like Atlanta, I do not. But the wise guys do. I, I just, I, you know, I go back to this. Underdogs are not covering. One of the things that's happening, and it's happening in real time, take the best quarterback. Today I took, and Jared's having, I took Lamar. I know I took Justin Herbert over Mahomes, but their offense is better this year. And I took better quarterbacks in most of my picks. Mm. I think Brock Purdy with that team will be better than Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. So one of the things the Sharps have noticed with Tampa is their early down offense is totally dreadful. They cannot move the football. They can't run. Nothing's working. Baker has been bailing them out on third down with some wacky scrambles, some wacky. That's not sustainable. You can't just do nothing first and second down and then third and long and Baker's making wacky things happen. Why can't they get better on first down? Well, can they? Well, I don't think it's if they're doing stuff on third, why can't they do it on first? They're doing it. They're just there's the question for the offensive coordinator who's calling some dumb stuff out of the gate. Folks, I hope you had a good week. Loved our shows last couple of days. Thanks to everybody who stopped by. See you Monday. It's the herd. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.